What does it mean when a narcissist grooms you? And what does that have to do with being desensitized to abuse? That's what we're talking about today, queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson, and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Sound good? If so, hit that subscribe button. And let's get going. First up, let's describe grooming. Let's define it, shall we? It is a calculated and predatory act of maneuvering that is designed to put a person into a more dependent and isolated position. It happens because the person using this tactic will claim a special connection, which kind of causes the other person to become more vulnerable to them, more vulnerable to accepting abuse in the future. How does that happen? That's what we're gonna talk about right now. Once the narcissist gets you through the idealization phase or the love bombing phase, the next thing that begins to happen sometimes is devaluation. But there's a little bit of a gap there and the devaluation happens very subtly. And it can actually begin with grooming, which leads to desensitization. It's when narcissists begin to condition your behavior to turn you into what they want. They use indirect persuasion. It's a subtle way of getting you to do what they want. It's a sneaky way, just like a standard narcissist thing, right? So they kind of make you think it was your idea. They do this in really sneaky ways. It's almost like the narcissist is using subliminal messages against you, but it's not exactly subliminal. It's like this. The narcissist maintains the image of innocence and often uses examples of previous victimhood situations to get you to do what they want. Did you ever notice that in the beginning of your relationship, when a narcissist would compliment you, it would often be in contrast to their last ex. For example, if they say, I like the way you always wear lipstick. My ex never wore lipstick. You think to yourself, oh, they like it when I wear lipstick. I'm gonna wear lipstick every single day, right? Well, that's not a big deal, but what if they say to you, I love it that you never argue with me when I put my foot down because my ex always did. Well, then they're conditioning you to go, oh, whenever they take it real seriously, it's time for me to not argue. When anytime he or she puts their foot down, I better not argue. What if they say to you, gosh, I love that you do the dishes every day because my ex never did the dishes. This is great. What do you think? Oh, I better keep doing the dishes every day. This makes them happy. They didn't like it when I didn't do, when the ex didn't do the dishes. Or what if they say to you, I love it that you are skinny because my ex was super fat. Or I love it that you got a thick juicy butt because my ex had no butt at all. You know, you begin to think I better hold on to those things. Or, or they say to you, I'm so glad that you don't bitch at me all the time for being jobless because I'm such a creative person. I just need my ability to be creative and do what I want to do, right? Well, they would say then, well, my ex, they'd always complain to me for not having a job. I'm so glad you're so understanding. You see how this is going, right? These aren't compliments. These are instructions. Not only are they not compliments, not only are they instructions, they're warnings the narcissist gives you. The narcissist is saying to you, hey, this behavior right here, that's why that person's my ex. I'm glad you're not doing that. They are falsely 
building you up in a way that is essentially training you to become the perfect supply. And the worst part of this is a lot of the times the ex did none of these things. The ex cannot be blamed. The ex didn't do the things that they're being accused of doing. As a matter of fact, the narcissist often invents these behaviors or actually projects their own behaviors onto the ex in order to get you to conform to their wishes. The narcissist is using these things to distance you from what's real, to keep you conditioned, to desensitize you slowly to their abuse, to their focused efforts to make you something that you're not. See, they don't want to be accused of trying to change you. They don't want to be accused of trying to force you into anything. What it all comes down to is that they have come up with a list of things that bother them in the world human emotions, situations, behaviors, insults, anything that knocks them off their pedestal, they have nothing to do with that. They don't want to be criticized. They don't want to be talked about. They don't want to be talked down to. Who does? But they are so incapable of handling this type of stuff that they work very hard to condition you very early in the relationship to not do that. Now what happens next is that if you do continue to have criticism for them or you do any of those behaviors, this is putting you on warning that you will be on the discard list. Normal people don't do that. People who care about other people, they don't make comparisons like that. They don't think they don't think to themselves, you know, current current person, I really like the fact that you're not blah 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 because my ex blah blah blah. Because the fact is we see each individual relationship differently, separately. I don't know about you guys, but I don't even think about my ex very much when it comes to dealing with my current situation. The reason narcissists do this is because it is a way that they can kind of underhandedly influence your behavior. They can teach you, if they say to you, I love that we don't argue because my ex would always argue with me about everything, it's so much better. Well, then you're trained, don't argue with this person, agree with everything this person says. You begin to know that if an argument comes up, you're going to hurry up and wrap it up as kindly and quickly as possible. And what ends up happening nine times out of 10 is that you end up with someone who is in control of you, someone who you will stop getting what you want from without question. And before you know it, you will actually be putting their needs before your needs just to keep the peace in the house. It's a slow process, sometimes a fast one. It's a sneaky, underhanded process these narcissists use against you. Just like if they say, I love the fact that you don't try to control me, that you let me go out with my friends and you never question where I've been. My ex was always all over me and jealous and I didn't do anything wrong. Well, now you're taught that if the narcissist like stays out all night, you're not allowed to ask questions. If you have one of those jobless narcissists and they say to you, like I said earlier, if they say to you, hey, I love the fact that you don't push me to get a job because I'm so creative, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? You don't say anything, even if it's been two years, they've been sitting around on their ass because you've been trained not to do so. And you know that if you do, they'll attack you and they'll start saying things like, you're just like my ex. If you dare to deviate from their plan, guess what? You're going to be getting this silent treatment. You're going to be getting screamed at, narcissistic rage, narcissistic injury. All these things are going to happen. And you're going to be left begging them to please go out with their friends and stay out all night again. You're so sorry that you allowed yourself to fall into that trap. They will snap on you. If you go outside of that behavior, the behavior that they have manipulated you into, it's going to hurt you. They're going to hurt you. That's why so many of us feel so angry after we, after the discard or after we finally get the balls to leave, excuse me, after we finally get the nerve to leave. It's because we have been for so long 
shoving aside, pushing down what we know to be true, what we know to be right. Our own intuition is shoved aside in favor of serving the narcissist and not causing drama in our lives. They presented this to us as, look how good you are to me. And as empaths, we want to be good to people. We want people to love us. We want people to think that we are taking good care of them. So in our minds, that's what we've been doing all this time. But suddenly we're discarded or we realize we've been abused and we leave. And the narcissist just stops. They use it against us. They use other people. In fact, very often, like I said yesterday, they often go back to an ex and use that person to try to triangulate us in these situations. You push aside your intuition and your your understanding of the way things work because it helped you to stay closer to the narcissist. And now you're mad. I get it. I've been there. I've done it. How does desensitization fit into all of this stuff? How do we become desensitized? Well, I have another video coming on that because I'll be talking about how our society has desensitized us. And some people have become narcissistic as a result of it lacking empathy because of what our society has done. And we'll talk about that. There's a study that was done. But in this case, we're talking about the narcissist specifically. Quite simply, desensitization is the way that they force you into creating a different response, one that they want to a trigger type issue, changing the old trigger to new ones. So if in the past, somebody, if somebody was sitting on their butt, not having a job, you, you might've said to that person, Hey man, why aren't you working? Don't you want to have things in your life? Aren't you tired of letting someone support you? Well, now you won't say that because the narcissist taught you not to do that. Or maybe in the past, if you saw somebody poking a dog in the eye or a cat in the eye, you would stop that person. But somehow the narcissist conditioned you to see that as an act of love toward the dog or the cat. Do you see where I'm going with this? It's cognitive dissonance. It's changing what you know to be true into a false narrative so that you will be more compliant to their wishes and do what they want. And so they desensitize us beginning with the grooming, beginning with telling us what we think and feel and complimenting us on what they want us to think and feel. And over time, we develop a higher and higher threshold for abuse because initially we think we're just doing things to make our relationship good. And one day when we're cowering in the corner, scared to death because some tiny thing happened and we know the narcissist is going to go ballistic on us, we realize what we're in the middle of or we don't, but it changes so subtly and so sneakily and so quickly that we don't always even recognize that we are being abused. And that is why on this channel, I try to help people discover abuse, understand abuse, and then overcome abuse. As an empath, you are full of love. You are full of forgiveness and understanding, and it is your mission in life in some ways to keep the people around you happy, to make sure that no one is hurting, to soothe pain. The narcissist sees that and preys upon it. What I would suggest to you at this point is if you are involved with a narcissist, you really take a step back and look at your situation. Can you imagine, can you see, can you feel where in the relationship the grooming and the desensitization phases started? And if you can look back at those now, can you think of things that these people taught you to believe, think, and feel that may or may not have been true? Can you think of ways that they desensitized you personally? That's the question of the day. Question of the day. Were you desensitized by a narcissist? Were you groomed by a narcissist either at the beginning of your relationship or right before it started 
to behave in a certain way so that you would be sort of the perfect supply for them. Share your thoughts and your experiences in the comments below and let's talk about this. I think it's a serious issue and I think it's more common than a lot of people would expect. All right, that's all I've got for you right now. Thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.